Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like how I go a lot, go around uh, pretending to be a uh, liquor and alcohol delivery man to a, you know, liquor stores. But really, I'm a thief and I steal all the liquor. I'm dressed up like a... Uh, this isn't a job then, so I can talk about my thieving fair of liquor. But then I t- turn around and I sell it. That's my job. That's not what we do here. I launder also whiskey. I also. make my own special blends. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let's get this in here right now. The Afterwork Podcast does not condone thievery. Carry on. Oh, and also, we don't talk about work. Oh, dang it. Oh, it's from my drawer podcast. Hey, Dan, how are you? It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Left you with a, Without a dope, dope beat to, to step, step two. two. Step two. Step two. Um, yeah. Took a week of vacation. I believe you did as well. Mm-hmm. It was nice and relaxing. This was the first vacation in a long time where I was having such a great time. I got a taste of retirement life, and like, here comes Saturday, and I'm like, there's something that has to happen on Monday, and I don't like it. No, that's mistake number one. Not one one. bit. What's that? Wait. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I got a rule. What's your rule? I do not think about work until I set an alarm Sunday night. If I'm on vacation, if someone brings it up, I'm like, No. We're not talking about we that. We do not talk about that. Okay. Just, it's like the podcast. You'll ruin my vacation. Vacate Dan vacation is just like the After Work podcast. We do not we talk about talk. work. First rule about After Work podcast, we don't talk about work before After Work <laughs> the podcast or something. What? I don't know. Fight Club. Second rule, Dan? We do not shoes? talk about... Oh. oh, shoes required. No shirt, no shoes. Because of you, the thing you did last time we were here. I'm sorry. Keep your shoes on, Dan. Yeah. Uh, anyways, how was your vacation, man? How it, was that lovely, lovely vacation? It was very relaxing. Fourth of July. Uh, so, we had a big party on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of people came over. We barbecued, and I set up a... a movie in the backyard and everybody left what movie do you <laughs> what movie do you watch uh on the 4th of July on independence, our independence, independence day. day on our independence day was it independence day yeah yeah i mean easy choice 1996 that yes. movie is 25 years old Man, this year and bill pullman is 25 years older than that wait is he or is he doing I don't even know. I think he's still Jeff Goldblum's right. still alive. I know that. Jeff Goldblum's got a little bit more gray hair. I think he's got a Netflix uh, TV show. Not Netflix. Um, Prime? No, it's Hulu? on Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. It's too many things. Too many things. Yeah, so that was an, a really nice party. It went off really well. I invited... Because normally you do something for 4th of July at your place, or is it just like... The whole neighborhood's out, and it just happens to be a big party because you got a lot of families around you. We invited the neighbors right behind us. They popped over for a little while. They got a little one, so their schedule's a little tighter because Mm -hmm. they, you know, you got to, like, put your kid to sleep and then blah, blah, blah. So they were there for a little while, hanging out. 
I invited another guy over from work. He came over and a couple of kids. So we had probably like 30 people there almost. Was a wow. Lot of people. That is a good sized party. Goodly amount of people. And I was telling my buddy from work, I was like, oh, well, well, from this place, this thing that I, anyway, um, that there's probably not going to be any more little kids there. So if you're bringing these kids, they might just be just them hanging uh-huh. out by themselves. But it turns out there's like a whole bunch of little kids. Just running around in your backyard? Yeah. Did you have great. any old Easter eggs you could throw out? I know kids like chasing round-shaped things. I, I don't know what kids are up to these these days. I got out that uh, ring toss that I made last year mm-hmm. for 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And I uh, set that up, set that out there for them to play with. We had cornhole going. It was good all the way around. How did you do in your cornhole? I lost. Champion. You lost, lost to who? On your own court? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Not not great. I mean, I didn't lose every time, but I did lose. So there's that. I'm not that good at cornhole, actually. I never play unless people come over. So I am not that good either. Yeah. I'm only, yeah, I only play. I bet it takes, like everything else in the world, like, you know, playing the guitar, anything, doing anything, just practice. A lot of practice. So do you think people just have, I don't know, a big old tub full of cornhole bags and they're just standing in one place just throwing bag after bag after bag after bag at that hole. I have 16 bags. Okay, so you have two sets. Yep. So you could do it. Just, and I do could that. just do it back and forth. Throw, if you threw probably thousand a night, you probably a get thousand. pretty good. Okay. How 16. many trips back and forth? 16. Oh, 1,000 divided by 16. It's less than 100. Oh, yeah. See, we're not mm. talking about that many times back and forth. <laughs> it's like 75 times. What, I don't know. I can't do that. What man. about until you get 10 in a row, 10 holes in a row? Well, that's when you can call it a night. Well, so you I just s- keep going forever. You got to set a goal. You got to get good. 10 in a row. And I'm not quitting until I hit 10. I sink 10. Cornhole, Dan. And then you join a league, and then you take home the tr- big trophies with cornhole bags up how, top or something. How much time are we talking about? We're talking like, I don't know, three, four hours of cornhole in your backyard. <laughs> Every night? Honey, you coming to bed? Nope. I just missed. I I see, you distracted me. You distracted me. I got to start over now. No, I probably won't do that. Uh, <laughs> then uh, next day, right after that, like stayed up late. Watching that, everybody left when in the middle of the movie, except Just, one uh, one other couple. David, David, uh-huh. previous guest of the show, David, hmm. uh, talking about building computers. Uh, he and his wife stayed, and we finished the movie inside. We took all that stuff down, and put You're it away. Like, all right, let's go sit on comfortable furniture. But I did get to use those speakers. Oh yeah, my new PA speakers with but, the setup. Okay, and. Um, I was told to turn it down. Let's say that. That's not good, man. <laughs> like the the neighbor from three no, no, blocks over came no, and told you to turn it no, down. No, Re- Rebecca. Did. Oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got to push it to the limit. You got taking it out. Oh man, taking that new car out for a spin. Got to get it up over a hundred. <laughs> I've never taken it to a hundred. Someday <laughs> I will. Oh, um, 
I got a job offer. No, not a job offer. Side hustle offer. Got a side hustle. There we go. Uh, for to to utilize said speakers mm-hmm. at a at a wedding reception. Now that you have, now that you have those speakers, you're getting gigs. Yeah, we we're talking to uh, oh, oh, another previous guest of the show, Stacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting married. Congrats on that engagement. And I asked if she had a DJ. And she's like, no, no, no. I said, well, you know, uh, I could bring my speakers and set them up. That's how I phrased it. Mm -hmm. I did not say, I can DJ your wedding. I said, I can bring my speakers and set it up, play music. I even have microphones. And she was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. All right. People have dollar amounts attached to those things. And when you say something like that, they're like, oh, I just saved $1,000. A lot of people people charge $700 for something like that. But I'm willing to do it for you for $250, good friend. Cut you a break. Yeah. So that'll be be cool. So it's going to be a free. free, It's going to be a free, yeah. On donations. The first one has to be free for your your, – the first friend – that I offer it to. The first friend. First one. She's going to spread the word yeah. about how excellent you were. Right. So all her people that are getting married or actually already, having big parties, any 50th birthday, 60th birthdays, 40th birthdays coming up. There's another we- uh, family wedding coming up. And I did not offer. <laughs> but Dang, Rebecca. Didn't you get some speakers? Rebecca. No. <laughs> no. Rebecca said. You could do it. And I said, yeah, but I th- I don't know. I don't want to mess this up. Uh, your Uncle John, yeah, who retired from the DJ uh, KJ oh, yeah. business, okay, yeah. <laughs> and now we can talk about it. Okay. He was the DJ at your 40th birthday party. Right. And I saw him over there, and he was just like, sitting there casually just sitting like you know you're at a big event and i don't know about you but sometimes the stress of all the people and having to talk to all people that like mm-hmm. so you're just sitting over there like i'm just I got chilling a, i got a job excuse me uh aunt aunt susan i got i got something to do over here this i'm working is important here. and then you just like swivel your chair over and keep looking at your phone yeah she doesn't know what you're doing no i'm just work. <laughs> This is a side hustle right here, actually. Side hustle. That's not what (laughs) But I actually spent the 4th of July on the beach in Nesquin, Oregon. Nesquin, Oregon. Uh, We looked. We were down. I went down on the 3rd of July. We drove down to my parents' place at the yurt at the coast outside of Pacific City. And Nesquin is like the other beach that we sometimes go to. It's a little nicer because it has a river that goes like weaves through the beach. So it's it starts at like three feet deep, this river. And by the time it gets to the ocean, it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. So we can, the kids can play in it without us having to be worried about waves and, and such things like that. Yeah. But... I think COVID is officially over. Everything's, I mean, at least here in Oregon, 
we got no all the mask mandates dropped right before Fourth of July, pretty, a couple days before. I haven't worn a mask. Hey, I haven't worn a mask in like a week. What day is it? I did. I did wear a mask once. Oh yeah, I did too. That's because it was a frozen yogurt store we went into, and they were still haven't they still had a sign on the door. I don't. I ignore those signs. And, I assume they all say if you want. And they also had signs like if they were busy. Remember at the back in the day. Oh, uh, two customers not, per like store. You go in one way and you exit out a different door in the store. The exit was like, go down here, go out this back alley. And I was like, wait, but there's nobody in here. And the lady working there is like, you can just, you just walk back out that door. Nobody. That's that's from the before time when we were still oh. shut down. But uh, yeah, 4th of July on the beach. There was so many people out just loving Loving America with their with their red, white, and blue beach blankets and stuff. And we were probably out on the beach for four hours. Probably, I don't think I've been to the beach probably two and a half, three years. Because usually when I go down there, we always hang out up, at, uh, up in the woods. Yeah. And it was nice hanging out and seeing that many people out there having fun, kids playing, just climbing on rocks whatever it was a blast man fourth of july but we took off and went back up to the up to the yurt for the fire i think they had fireworks we could hear them okay that night but uh yeah it's pretty sweet fourth of july for us nice what else did you do on your vacation there dan yeah so we went next day right after that big party stayed up so late um, then just got up and drove down to the beach. We, we went. Took the long way, right? I we took the long way. We were saying somebody that lives far away that actually the guy that you and I bought a cow from, uh, he was down with his family in, um, Cannon Beach. Mm -hmm. And so we stopped by there to say hi, hung out for a little bit on the beach. And, uh, then we drove down. On Highway 101, which is the 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 road right on the ocean. Does oh. it go from Canada to Mexico? I think it peters out once you hit California. It's somewhere before, like it turned. Anyway, it, I don't think Highway 101 goes all the way. It also curves up once you get up around. Yeah, it's probably pretty close to Canada. Whatever. Anyway, we took that long road down, and that is a long road. Oof, man. It is it's slow. really windy, and there's lots of towns, so it goes down to whatever, 25, 25 yeah. through the towns. But it's, you know, a beautiful, it's beautiful scenic route. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. It just took forever. And it basically, it took us longer to drive that section of the road than it would have to just drive to Newport mm -hmm. the other way. And we'd already been, we'd already driven to the beach, which is like, you know, hour and a half or whatever. You took your... Your two-hour drive and two-and-a-half-hour drive, and you turned it into a four-hour drive? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but... Did but you stop it, and get some Laffy Taffy or some saltwater taffy anywhere? No. I did... Did you go to that donut shop you love going to? No, oh, that's in Sandy. I don't know what you're talking... No, that's... Oh, that's in Long Beach. Where oh. They have the, the devil dogs. Yeah, the devil dogs. Gotta no, get back up there. That's the other direction. 
so we went down to Newport. We're staying on the bay side. So we're kind of like up above where all the boats are overlooking the bay and the bridge and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little spot. Um, we did some walking around down on the historic bayfront. They have, they have like some, they have a wax museum and a Ripley's Believe It or Not and a little, there's an aquarium over there, but we didn't do any of that stuff. Just, I don't want to break your heart, Dan. Don't go breaking my heart. But I was, uh, don't, don't go breaking my listening heart. Listening to a podcast. No, no. Don't do it. Talking about Ripley, the mm. one and only. Wait. Oh, from Alien. Of Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, not Fame. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of that stuff was just made up. I it's, mean, the or not part? Yeah. It's Believe It if you're not that if smart. If you're dumb. Okay. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, a lot it's, of it's, it's called just, Ripley's uh, Believe It, You Dummy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, I've been in that place like two times in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that was enough. Once when I was a kid and once when I was an adult and it didn't change. So I was like, well, I don't ever need to come back here. <laughs> when you're grandpa, you'll go back. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you experienced you were a kid, you experienced it with your son. And you can take your grandchild. Grandchild. There. Look, I saw this when I was your age and it was exactly the same. <laughs> My favorite part of uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, there's a mirror and it's like, hey, a lot of people are able to do silly tricks with their tongue. Like they can fold their tongue. And it's like practice doing these moves into the mirror. And then you walk around to the other side of the wall. And you look and at it's the like, dumb look at people. This crazy, look at this dumb person making silly faces. It's all a trick. It's funny. Do not believe it. You just spoiled it, though, for everybody. Oh, dang But it. also don't go there. So not spoiled. Okay, there we go. We saved them from getting spoiled. It's nice. It's nice to walk around down there. It's interesting. There's like a where we were staying. You can just kind of walk down mm-hmm. all along the bay to get to that historic bayfront where all that stuff is. And there's a sidewalk over on the section where not a lot of people are, but it's right next to the boat docks, and they have a whole bunch of like names of people that have been lost at sea or died mm-hmm. in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So it's a good reminder that your fish isn't free. Comes at a price. I was, yeah. I, uh, you know that show, The Deadliest Catch? Yeah, we watched the... some of that while we were down there. So when that show started, it was really, really deadly to go out and hunt for crab because they would say hey this is how like the government would be like this is how much crab we're allowing fishermen to pull from the sea okay and so everybody would just go up there and go crazy and catch crab just 24 7 five days in a row sleep exhaustion and now and then people would die a lot because yeah. it was like a, you make mistakes. It was like a race to who can get the most until they just shut it off. Now it's like each boat submits whatever, and they say, "Okay, you can pull up this much. You can pull up this much. You can pull." So now it's like not really. 
not as, as stressful. So it's like before, if it was a really bad, crazy storm going on, they would just be like, we got to get those crabs working this storm. Now they're like, oh, there's a storm. We're not going to go out today because we don't want to die. Well, the thing is, they go days at a time still. Yeah. Because they're going really far. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of them was like... I'm not saying it's easy work, yeah, but... Yeah, less people die. Yeah, and the death has come down since they changed that. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, it's a mildly death release. We're having death a... Catch. We're, we're talking with a... Uh, my Well, Rebecca was talking with a lady who uh, was there with her kid, and her husband was out doing... On a boat. Mm-hmm. Out doing the fishing. I think she said this is... This was shrimp season, so they were going for shrimp. And, you know, when you're not going out there catching Alaskan crab, it's not, it doesn't pay a ton. You know, there's just, there's there's other season of work mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, depending on what size boat you have or whatever. It's not all, you know, all... where you get $100,000 in three months. Oh. Yeah, turns out. But anyway, well, uh, it's a kind of uh, it was one of those things where you think about it and you're like, wait, so your husband goes out there for days at a time. They bring back this shrimp and you're telling me that they get 70 cents a pound. How many pounds of for shrimp the are good they? ones? <laughs> How many pounds of shrimp are they pulling in? Well, it must be thousands, but I don't know. And how and can can maybe. You just buy straight from her. You'll pay her 80 cents. Okay, check this out. She said, if you can find somebody to buy your shrimp that isn't the place. There's like one place yeah. down there in Newport. Cannery? Yeah. Is that they, what they're that's called? The, you know the place. If you've been to Newport, you can see them working there. Mm-hmm. And she said, if you don't sell to them and you find somebody else to do it, you better hope they buy all of it because they're not going to take the scraps. They, oh, okay. they will not play cleanup. Hmm. You know, you either sell to them or you don't. You, oh, okay, the the one down on the right the boardwalk there. Yeah. Okay. So they kind of they got a little monopoly. Yeah, I mean, it's weird how it's like a touristy spot, but there is a fish cannery right like this giant it's like six blocks long it's working there's uh forklifts just driving down the street all day long yeah and uh yeah those guys are actually working they're hustling and there's people out here on vacation sipping lattes across the street getting in their way there's traffic with a forklift trying to come through i used to walk on that side of the street i now i only walk on the other side because i'm like i don't want to get in these guys way i want to buy some of that fish paste there's like tubs of this pink paste. What are they? Is that what they make fish food out of? They dry, they lay it out in the sun, make flakes. I don't know, man. Probably that sounds gross. Um, there's uh, we. I did stop in one of the candy stores down there on the bayfront, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I showed a little bit more restraint than I normally would. What'd you do? Only get like twenty pounds of chocolate. I only bought. One six pack of fudge. What you know how they have the twenty flavors of fudge, uh huh. And you get six pieces and they put them in a box and it's like twenty bucks. Uh huh. That's what I got. Okay. Six different flavors. Um, 
the orange creamsicle was a big Ooh, hit. Ooh, so good. Uh, Is that white see. chocolate? No, no. Well, maybe. Could be. It's white and orange something. Probably. Cream. I don't know. It's creamsicle, so it's not really chocolate, though. It was just sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a strawberries and cream, maybe, and a root beer float. Okay. Which was Could pretty. you taste the bubbles in your mouth almost? No, nope, I couldn't taste bubbles, but it definitely tastes root beer. Um, like a chocolate peanut butter and a Rocky Road, which is classic, you know. Uh, there was one other in there. I don't remember. Oh, Heath Bar. Whenever I buy fudge and I eat way too much of it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I just ate like $12 worth of fudge. Yeah. A lot of fudge. I shared it with three other people. They ate some of it too. Dylan, you just ate $7 worth of fudge, man. How's it feel? Mm. Mm-mm. I don't think about the Dollar that part. Amount? No. There's... When I go into a store and I buy some snacks... And then I eat those, maybe some snacks and a drink, <laughs> and I'm like, it's $6 or whatever. Yeah. And then I eat it. I think to myself, I just ate $6. You don't think, is this just me? It's just you. It's just me? Yeah. That was $6. I no. turned the $6 into snacks and drink, yeah. and now it's gone. It's gone. I just ate $6. Yeah. I do all my thinking on the buying side. Mm. I'm like, this is what I'm willing to part with at this moment. Okay. If, if I'm going into a convenience store, it may be a very small amount. If I'm going into a candy store on vacation, big amount. There we go. Vacations are always just stepped up. You know, like, right. I'm not going to think about it. We went to a smokehouse mm-hmm. down in Lincoln City. There's one that we like. It is attached to a restaurant. I can't even think of the name of the place right now. It is like Mr. Bill's Smokehouse, but that's not the name that you would see driving by. But do they smoke fish and salmon or salmon? They do. And stuff? They smoke a lot of different kinds of fish. Uh, we got some smoked salmon, and Rebecca also likes the smoked oysters. Okay. They got a lot of stuff. I mean, they got beef jerky. They got all of it. Are you gonna get some oysters and try smoking them on your grill? Yeah, I'm gonna try that uh, at some point. Do you do you smoke them in the shell? They they were like on a skewer. Okay. So you cool. take them out and they're just like, they had three of them on a skewer. I assume they smoke them that way. Cool. Yeah. So that was nice. That's It's not cheap to buy that stuff from a place like that. Oh. It was pretty tasty. Because those are the guys that bought the fish <laughs> outside the cannery. Yeah, probably. So they're probably fresh fish. But do you think they catch an old, like if you're selling to a cannery, you just, whatever you catch. But if you're selling to a small, you're pulling up the shrimp and you're tossing back the small ones. Do they toss them back? Toss them back. Those are the ones you eat that night. Okay. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Don't throw food away, bro. Throw back to the ocean from what's It's not it like a small fish. You feed it to a cow and that's how you make surf and turf. Hmm. You got a cow that only eats seafood. Oh, man. Probably would be bad because they're used to eating grass or just eating fish all day long. Yeah. Or would they be super tasty? <laughs> It'd probably be pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, I know flamingos turn pink because they eat a lot of shrimp. Maybe you would turn shrimp. Maybe we'd turn... have a pink cow. Oh. Is what I'm saying. I'm trying to get to a pink cow. Their feathers will turn pink. Their feathers will turn 
Okay, I'm with you. I believe I believe we can make this happen. Uh, Fifty pounds of shrimp per day. Yeah. So for it, Bessie, um, I actually stumbled upon a couple of gems at the liquor store in Newport. Okay. People aren't going down to Newport to buy the uh, high end uh-uh. booze. Well, no, they're not. Okay, what'd you find? A little treasure trove. Well, uh, I got a small batch select four roses. Is that going to be? It's uh, pretty good. I well, no, it's I I drank had it, it before, but it's hard to find. Never had it before. Okay, never had it before because it's too hard to find. So mm-hmm. I just happened to notice that it was there, and so I got it. Um, that's that was good. Tried that. Uh, Rebecca liked it as well. She's a uh, She's, uh, we, we determined she's a super taster. That's just why she's good at tasting whiskey. All I had to, I. Super t- taster. Like she's got good tasters. Okay. Good taste buds. She can uh, taste things well. We got to get her hooked up with some sort of whiskey college or whatever. Get I her, mean, maybe. What's the sommelier for whiskey? Mm-hmm. That's uh, the, yeah. What's that called? Those guys? Yeah, those guys. The whiskey, whiskey tribe. Vault? Yeah. Whiskey vault. Whiskey tribe. Whiskey Attack Academy. Anyway, um, and then I was looking for a particular tequila. Rebecca likes margaritas. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for a particular tequila that she said she liked. Somebody had something at the wedding and she tried it and she liked it. And they didn't, they didn't have it at this particular place. But they also didn't have the other one that, that I got that she liked, which was like a clear... Cabo Wabo. And then I noticed when I was looking for that Cabo Wabo, I said, hey, wait, they got the other kind of Cabo Wabo. So there's there's basically three kinds of tequila. You got your clear and you got your kind of dark and your pretty dark. Mm-hmm. So the the Reposado is the medium, medium dark one. I got that Cabo Wabo of uh, Reposado. It was pretty good. Cabo Wabo, uh, is that the Margaritaville guy? Started his own tequila. That's a good question. I don't know. It is. He's a rocker from the 70s and 80s. I mean, yeah. Cabo Wabo? I, I, I mean, I know the person you're talking hey, about. Hagar? Jimmy Buffett? No. Oh, no? Not Jimmy Buffett? Hagar? You, Sammy you said Hagar. Margaritaville. Sammy Hagar. But you said Margaritaville. If uh, you know who owned Cabo <laughs> Wabo, email the show, afterworkpod at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, but, I, so I was down... My uh, my rest of my vacation was at the yurt. It was pretty uneventful. It was fun times, as always. Perfect weather. I think there was one day that kind of sprinkled, but that was perfectly fine because we need as much rain as we can get around here because it's about to, it's the fire season now. And, uh, but speaking of fires, I, back, what, three months ago, I got that chainsaw, that electric Makita chainsaw, and I cut down a whole bunch of trees that had fallen in the woods and just dragged them over, cut up a few of them to fire length, whatever, 14 inches, chunked them off, and went to split them, and they were really hard to split because they were just fresh, freshly dead trees, but I just stacked them all up in front of uh, my woodshed whatever, eight foot long chunks, a nice pile, probably four foot tall. And with the, with the hopes that 
those guys, those logs would dry out and I'd be able to split them easier. And bingo, bango, this week, I probably cut up a whole cord of wood. A cord of wood, like we've talked about, it's a stack of wood that is four feet by four feet by eight feet. Like a, if you were to... Like a really tall truck bed? Like a truck bed that's stacked up high. Yeah, yeah, like if we stacked up your truck bed with wood up to... Two feet over the edge or like foot the, and a half over the Up to the, the head edge. of the probably the roof. Hmm. I bet wow. that would be that's a cord a, of that's wood. That's a lot of wood. So, yeah. So we got that wood all split and the weather was nice enough where we didn't even have to use it. We did have two little fires in the... I know we're not supposed to have fires, but Jamie said she was under the impression you could have fires if they were in controlled, like, fire pits. Yeah, as long Maybe. as there's no burn ban. Maybe there's a burn ban, but... But then you're not allowed to do it in a controlled pit. Oh, uh, well, dang it. Anyways, we broke the law. That's but a recommendation. It was, it was my wife that told me to. Well, so, officer, to. arrest her. A couple days in jail would be good for to learn about Smokey the Bear and and also the these kids can go hang out with her too. Yeah, <laughs> take take the kids also. <laughs> that was the middle of that was the middle of my vacation, and then uh, you know it was pretty quiet rest of the week. Uh, and also, I went, I got down there. Uh, my dad was going to listen to this, so I'm going to be. I caused some problems for mm. my dad. Yeah, as usual. He has a riding lawnmower down there. It's probably, I don't know, I'd say two acres of grass in their field, whatever, maybe maybe more, maybe less. And uh, so I'm like, I'm gonna be a good son, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mow this grass. So I hop on that riding lawnmower, start it up. First, of course, I start with the field in front of the yurt. I mow that area. I mowed around. Uh, it's no fun walking around in tall grass. It's kind of wet. And uh, then I turned off the lawnmower, and a couple hours later, I went to start it. Wouldn't start. And, uh, yeah, just couldn't get it started. I tried a couple things. Thought maybe it was dead battery. Tried jumping it. Uh, tried doing some things, messing around. Couldn't get it started. Ended up tying a rope onto the front bumper of it, disconnecting the drive line hooking it up to my car and then towing my my kids around like around the field okay i was just driving and they were they were sitting on there steering this is real country living we were that was like an hour of fun and then i parked it in my uh my dad's woodshed and you know he's been working on trying to fix it for the past couple of days and still has no idea i mean that's a like pretty new machine right it's like f 4 years old that seems pretty new. Seems pretty new. Seems, yeah. For something that expensive, that's pretty new. Yeah, I think they spent, whatever, 1700 bucks or something on this thing. And oh, okay. Nice little Never riding, riding lawnmower. It's just a riding a riding lawnmower, but, or more, maybe it was 2000 I don't know. But uh, it worked, and then it didn't work. I'm sorry, Dad. I didn't do it on purpose, all right? Jeez. Hmm. I said, Dad, I could probably f look online and see, like, what's wrong with it. And he said, I'll figure it out. You don't You don't need to help anymore. You don't need to 
cheat by looking on the internet to see what's wrong with this mower. I'm going to work through it. <laughs> he's going to figure it out on his own. Couldn't troubleshoot that bad boy. He's, he's going to troubleshoot it and fix it. I thought maybe we could just look up online and see, you know, what's wrong. It's a Husqvarna riding lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Won't start. It just won't crank. Interesting. So I thought, huh, maybe, maybe there's a loose wire that's known for coming loose on those Husqvarnas. And, and uh, we could just, anyways, I'm letting him deal with it now. Yeah. So he can rub it in my face that he fixed the thing that I broke. You're going you're gonna to get back out there and he's going to be like, all right, you can get on the internet now. <laughs> yeah, when I go back down in a couple of weeks. <laughs> in a couple of weeks, the grass is going to be over your head. But, uh, you know, down by the yurt, it's perfectly mowed. And I think it's uh, the time oh. of year where it doesn't where it doesn't grow that much. So oh. I'm good. There you go. I'm good over by where I am. Uh, now it's time, Dan, for a little thing we like to call around 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 the 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 house I've not really been doing anything around the house. I do have a project that I'm going to work on this weekend. Mm-hmm. Going to make, well, eh, we'll talk about that next week. Got a project coming up. Awesome. Good one. Yeah, don't don't describe the yeah. whole po- project right now and then next week. Uh, well, Dan, I was out my one of the days I got back. I think I got back from the yard on Thursday. And the next day I was like, I'm going to do some, do some work out by the hot tub, get that uh, hot tub area a little more dialed in. And I took my old picnic table that I made when my son Jackson was one years old, one year old, one years old, one years old. He was uh, not quite twos, twos years, twos, <laughs> twos years, years twos old, twos years eh? old. And, uh, and it's kind of just shoved over not even it's a picnic table i made without the benches so Mm -hmm. it's just a pet it's a table that looks like the top part of a picnic table Mm -hmm. and lumber being expensive i was like i should build like uh i should build it against the house like attached to the house so there's more room for walking around next to the hot tub because my house has like whatever this two foot garden or it's like 16 inch garden bed around two sides or whatever a portion of the house maybe just the back side there's like this garden bed section that we grow stuff in and so the picnic table could only slide up to that so then there would be picnic table and then a foot 16 inches gap from the house to the picnic table so i was like i move and built a bar kind of bar height using my old picnic table disassembled cut up and saved myself two hundred dollars in lumber because the price of lumber is still high but i hear it's dropping yeah i don't know i haven't looked but that's what i hear i think it's gonna drop and then it's gonna everybody's gonna go out and buy lumber again and it's gonna go up because i've been waiting i mean i don't know i've been waiting i like to speculate on things like this I'm going to buy all of it, Dan. Yeah. I'm going to borrow your truck and we'll just get a cord of two by fours. Ooh. Stack them up. Yeah. Put it, load it, load it in the back. Yeah. I just want a pallet, a 
like you know you've seen how they come like mm-hmm. wrapped Band, kind of banded up banded just want one of sheets of plywood one of two by fours one of two by sixes maybe some pressure treat four by fours you know just have like five or six pallets of wood laying around maybe maybe double two by fours because you know you use those more nothing i mean you could do whatever you wanted literally that would last me for a year how many sheds would you have in your back your whole backyard would be just a bunch of one a maze of one giant shed just long and skinny (laughs) turns the corner your whole backyard it's just a big shed the fence is gone just a shed just a shed wall (laughs) that's pretty sweet and uh and yeah man success success because now before the picnic table was like whatever 10 inches lower than the hot tub so i would reach out i'd reach out of the hot tub these are the problems i have reach out i have to reach down a little bit and set my drink down there Hmm. or or grab my phone or whatever reach for the towel now it's just perfectly right at hot tub height and i can just reach over there and grab stuff nice and also uh i got some things I haven't done it, but that, you remember that outhouse, Dan? Yeah. We've been dropping, we've been, we've been dropping things in there. Oh, what are you, what are you dropping in there? I can't talk about it. Okay. But we heard that you're supposed to put lye as a, whatever, chemical, something or other, rock. So you got some Brooks lye and put it in there? Igneous rock. I don't know. Some ground up, some powder. I know that lye is a base. As opposed to an acid, mm-hmm. right? It's a base. And they say, or Jamie read somewhere, dump this on down into your outhouse hole. And it cuts the smell back. Oh, yeah. And it cuts and it stops the decomposition or something. Wait, so it do doesn't you want to sp- stop? The, I don't know. The, Whatever. Decomposition? the decomposition is what causes the, the smell. Oh, Okay. So I don't know what it's doing down there, but it doesn't smell. I mean, I was hanging out in there, like as you will. I was just hanging out in there. Um, I'm working on the murals on the inside. I was like drawing some flowers around the windowsill on the inside, mm-hmm. painting some flowers, and I'm. That's gonna be part of my. You're gonna walk in there, and that th- that whole thing is just gonna be mural. All right, three sixty murals. But I got to do like a little bit at a time. So it's going to be like 10 years before this thing is fully I knew what you meant. Fully filled. Every time I go in there, you know, like when you're in town and you're sitting on the the toilet for 15, 20, 35 minutes. What movie was that? Had Woody Harrelson in it. He was a boxer. Every time he would go use the bathroom, he'd take his Sharpie out, see how many times he could write Jesus loves you on the wall. Wall. We'll go into the bathroom. No, I didn't. <laughs> Maybe I should do that in my outhouse. And uh, down in the hole, my wife looked down there and she said, it's doing its job. There's a nice, there's a pretty nice mound down there. All right. Almond Joy? No, mounds. Mounds. Almond Joys have nuts. Mounds don't. Yeah, good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, success and success. The outhouse is coming along nicely. Uh doesn't smell yet. Also, I want to get this mural done before. <laughs> yeah, before you're just stuck in there, like, like in there. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful out there. And uh, Dan, that was part of the show. 
where uh, we read emails. If you have an email that you would like to send to us about whatever, you've been up to some things, uh, email the show, afterworkpod at gmail.com. And Dan, what do we got for emails this week? I'm sure we have a ton. Unfortunately, we don't but this Aww. is where this is where your thoughts and feelings can be expressed mm-hmm. this is a safe place for you we'll we will uh we'll hear you we'll accept you and uh we'll discuss so if you do have anything that you want to let us know or the world i mean this is a good platform to express yourself to the world if you would like to be anonymous it's pretty easy to start up and an email and just mm-hmm. anonymous at anonymous74806 at gmail.com and you just admit to like a murder you did? No. No. Oh, no? No. Oh, yeah. I probably should have asked you about. Okay. What's the. You did something and you want to be forgiven, but not specific. No specifics. All right. Maybe just. Okay. You could just anything you want to get off your chest. As long as we won't. As long be... as it doesn't have to do with work. As long, yep, no work involved, unless you. Nope. Oh dang it. Nope. Uh, well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see y'all next time. After work.